Kenosha County Court Commissioner set bail at two million dollars for Kyle Rittenhouse at his first Wisconsin court appearance Monday, after being extradited from Lake County, Illinois, on Friday afternoon. Rittenhouse, who is 17, faces homicide charges from the August 25th shootings during the civil unrest that followed the police shooting. Of Jacob Blake, who was left paralyzed two days earlier, Rittenhouse is charged with killing Joseph Rosenbaum, 36, and Anthony Huber, 26, and wounding Gage Grosskreutz, 22. And his attorneys say he acted in self-defense. During a Zoom hearing, Court Commissioner Lauren Keating said he considered Rittenhouse a flight risk, given the fact that he faces decades or life in prison if convicted. It might have the help of thousands of supporters nationwide if he decides not to return to court. Assistant District Attorney Thomas Binger suggested Keating maintain the two million dollar bail set by Circuit Judge Mary Schroeder on Rittenhouse's arrest warrant back in August. Defense Attorney Mark Richards suggested seven hundred fifty thousand dollars would be more than sufficient, and he noted his client has no criminal record. Surrendered voluntarily and has family in the county in an overwhelming claim of self-defense. Who attacked my client first? Richards asked. Rosenbaum, then the mob, not demonstrators, but rioters with ill intent in their heart. The father of one victim and the attorney for another, participating in the hearing per the provisions of the recently adapted Marzi's law, encouraged even higher bail of four million dollars. John Huber, father of Anthony Huber, said Rittenhouse has people out there that will help him, militia organizations that can raise money and harbor him. He called his son, who is seen on video striking Rittenhouse with a skateboard, after Rittenhouse had killed Rosenbaum, a hero. Grosskreutz attended the hearing with his attorney Kimberly Motley, and she also requested four million dollars bail. She said threats against her client, though not from Rittenhouse, would likely increase if Rittenhouse were freed pending trial. Richards, the defense attorney, tried to get Keaton to dismiss the one misdemeanor charge against Rittenhouse possessing a firearm as a minor, citing what he called an exception in this statute. Binger disagreed on what the statute means, and Keaton said Richards could raise the issue later in writing. A preliminary examination was set for December third. And attorneys argue self-defense. Rittenhouse had been held in an Illinois juvenile detention center since his surrender to his hometown, Antioch, Illinois, police hours after the shooting. Kenosha authorities ignored him as he walked to them with his arms raised in apparent surrender just minutes after the shooting. Kenosha Sheriff's Lieutenant Eric Klinkhammer said Monday that Rittenhouse's stay at the county's jail. Raised no problems over the weekend. In the noise, his attorneys tried to argue that it is so apparent from videos that he was acting in self-defense, that he should never have been charged, and that Illinois would be violating Rittenhouse's constitutional rights if it returned him to face a political prosecution. But a judge there Friday said those are issues only for Wisconsin. And both states had met the technical requirements for extradition. So far, Rittenhouse has been represented by John Pierce, a Los Angeles civil litigator, 
in conjunction with L. Linwood, an Atlanta defamation lawyer, each aligned with conservative causes in urging social media followers to donate to Rittenhouse's legal defense via foundation the men established. Neither is licensed to practice in Wisconsin. In September, they hired Richards, a Racine, a Racine criminal defense attorney, to handle Rittenhouse's actual case in Kenosha. A Chicago lawyer had been retained as local counsel in the failed extradition fight. Rittenhouse is carrying, an, apparently, an AR-15 rifle and was among several groups of armed men who descended on Kenosha during ongoing protests over the Blake shooting that had devolved into arson and looting. Feel free to subscribe for more money-related news and business-related news. Now, I'm not going to go over who's right and who's wrong in this one. Feel free to comment your views on the situation. But I'm talking about this thing just because of the bail, right? Because it deals with money. And the thing is, it doesn't really matter whether it's $750,000, $2 million, or even $4 million. If he has enough supporters, if enough people believe that he is innocent and end up donating to him, he could make bail, right? Because the way I think bail typically works is like 10% of the actual bail amount. So let's say $2 million, that's what, two hundred grand. So if there's enough supporters that he could, in theory, be able to set bail regardless, right? So just keep that in mind. It doesn't really matter the set amount bail amount, right? But again... Even without all that, technically, he wouldn't really be a flight risk because where would he even go, right? Like, you know, let's not even just talk about, you know, the whole, like, like money difference, right? Because the money difference doesn't even matter. But, like, where would he even go, right? Everyone knows him. Everyone knows him, right? So it really doesn't make sense that he would be a flight risk because obviously he wouldn't be able to go out of the country. He probably wouldn't have a lot of leeway to go to different states, right? He's such a huge... There's so much publicity around him nowadays that it's not going to be easy for him to do really anything. So just keep that in mind. Like, it really doesn't matter about the bail amount. I mean, because technically speaking, if there's enough people who believe that he is innocent, he could probably make bail, right? So just keep that in mind. And that's the same thing with anyone else in any of these other situations. Like, if people believe that they're innocent, if enough people believe that whoever is innocent, they will potentially be able to bail them out just be just from the whole you know collection of donations and all that at some walmart stores robots have roamed the sales floors and helped checked if shelves were stocked but the big box retailer has now decided to end its contract with the robotics company behind those machines after finding that people can do about the same work according to a report by the wall street journal the report, which cited unnamed people familiar with the situation, said Walmart recently cut ties with Bosa Nova Robotics, and a Walmart spokesperson told the journal that about 500 robots were in Walmart's 
more than 4,700 stores when the contract ended. Walmart has seen significant growth during the coronavirus pandemic as Americans buy toilet paper, canned goods, puzzles, and more. The company's online sales nearly doubled in the second quarter as consumers shipped purchases to their homes and retrieved them by curbside. That's created a new challenge for the big box retailer quickly restocking shelves and making sure it has the right inventory on hand. In a recent interview on CNBC's Squawk Box, Walmart CEO Doug McMillan says sporadic out-of-stocks have continued to be a problem. He said that if he could change one thing about Walmart's business, it would be to have an even higher in-stock level. According to the journal's report, Walmart has come up with simple and cost-effective ways to manage the products on its shelves with the help of its workers rather than using the robots. The report said Walmart U.S. Chief Executive John Ferner also worried about shoppers' reactions to the robots. Walmart is pressing ahead with other tech-based experimentation, however, last week, the retailer said it would turn four stores into e-commerce laboratories that test digital tools and different strategies that could speed up restocking shelves and fulfilling online orders. Feel free to subscribe for more episodes about money and news. Baby Shark has reached a new milestone. Do, 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 do. I think that's how the thing goes. But uh, the catchy children's song, We All Love to Hate, has become the most viewed video ever on YouTube after reaching 7.04 billion views. The song, which was recorded by Korean-American singer Hope Sigoin and produced by South Korean educational company Pink Fong, was originally uploaded to YouTube on June 17, 2016. It has since become one of the road's most recognized tunes, even breaking the Billboard Top 100 in 2019. The video surpassed the 2017 single Despacito by Puerto Rican pop stars Luis Fonsi and Daddy Yankee, which previously held the record for most video views on the platform. And that video was uploaded on January 12, 2017, and it's just short of 7.04 billion views. A new version of Baby Shark was recorded earlier this year to help promote proper hand hygiene in light of the coronavirus pandemic. Now make sure to subscribe for more news and business and money-related contents but mainly focusing on news and anything dealing with money news. Now, what I also wanted to go over is basically how much could they have actually made from this whole thing, right? Because 7 billion views is pretty crazy, right? So let's get over it. So for probably like a family-friendly kids channel, you're probably thinking more like the $4 range per 1,000 views. So you have 7 billion views. We're just going to keep it simple, right? You divide that by 1,000, okay? Then you times that by $4, right? 
So this one single video should have made $28 million. More so on the low end, right? And that's a crazy amount of money, right? And if they have made this, just imagine that. Imagine if you created a single video that's like two to four minutes long, right? And then you make $28 million, right? That is crazy. That is so, so crazy. And I think there's even like an hour-long video of Baby Shark out there too. But it's crazy when you really think about it as to like the possibilities that are out there. Right now, of course, not everyone's going to be able to pull something off like this. But it goes to show you that there's basically viewers for everything, right? Even the Baby Shark song. So feel free to give your thoughts about this. Do you think it's cool that they made potentially $28 million? Or do 